Welcome back to another episode of the College Football Overdrive Podcast. I am Fred Purdue. I am one of your hosts. I'm joined by my esteemed colleague and searcher of all things Tar Heels. What's going on, Rick? <laughs> hey, finally, finally, Fred, uh, my friend Corey Deaton, he's from Montana, but he moved to Wisconsin in 2016. Mm-hmm. He's a big Oh my goodness, he's a big Miami fan. <laughs> I don't I know if that's Dolphins. Already. Well, I don't know if that's Dolphins, though. He just said oh, Miami. No. Oh, okay. But but Corey came through. Shout out to Corey Deaton. He finally told me what the hell a Tar Heel is. So, Thank you, Corey. Finally, somebody can get this man finally, an answer. Finally, Corey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I guess nobody from the from the Mud Hill State wanted to answer or they were you know too ashamed by their football team so they couldn't answer had to had to get someone from montana to tell me what the hell a tar heel is but it's all good it's all good so so i'm I'm very happy i'm very happy today because i got Corey looking after me thanks Corey. good stuff good stuff shout out to you Corey. thank you for help getting this man off the snide because you know Lord knows if we went the entire season and no one knew, boy, I don't know. We would have, we would have, if we would have carried now. this thing, we would have carried this thing over to next year, boy. No, nah, see, 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 I just would have just X everything. I See, I already got something against the Tar Heels just because uh, of my ACC back in, you know, mm-hmm. I was back in the day, you know, ABCD, anybody but Carolina or Duke. But you know, I was trying to I was trying to get over that. I was trying to trying to come around. And then the fans didn't want but that's all right. I'm not gonna get into all that. I'm not gonna get into all that. Not this week. Because I'm a, I'm a, in a happy mood today, buddy. I'm in a happy mood. Okay. 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 I'm glad that you're it's season and college football has been crazy all season. This every week, it, it seems like every week I keep saying it's going. This this is going to be a boring week. I can kind of chill. I don't have to worry about anything on a Saturday. I turn. I kind of lax. I'm lax a days cool about my. You know, I'm just kind of chilling. And then next thing you know, upset special here. Oklahoma gets dumped. Drop. No, we're gonna we'll talk about that in the in the midseason report. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll hold that. Um, but yeah, this is the the midseason report brought to you by. College Football Overdrive. You can find us on Twitter, CFB Overdrive. Find me on Twitter, Fred Purdue CFB. We don't have to ask this man what a Tar Heel is, but you can also <laughs> find him on Twitter where? At Rick Brown 91 okay. Until next, until I come up with my next question for you, knuckleheads. Okay, okay, okay. That's good. That's good. We got we got to come up with something tougher, though. I mean, we lasted eight, eight weeks. That z- that zero thing doesn't count, um, but no, hell, it don't count. no, it don't count. It don't count. <laughs> so we got to come up with something tough. Maybe I'll throw. Maybe we might have a trivia question of the week and something that's just really tough. I'll go into my really deep bag of just crazy numbers, stats, mm. history. Mm. You never know. You no know more. What's a Hoya? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. No, I, I, I mean, I know what a Hoya is, of course, but you know. Yeah, you, you're from you're from that that neck, that neck of the woods, so you should know. If you didn't know, I'd be worried. I'd be a little worried. 
Well, suppose I was a suppose I was just a strictly a Merlin fan. You mm. know, you know, you know, typically Merlin and Georgetown fans aren't compatible. They they really don't get along too much. Mm. Okay. But I was okay. I was that one who was like bummed that they both represent the DMV. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm I'm repping both of them. Okay. Screw them. Okay. When they played each other, then I had, you know, it was, it was tough. <laughs> it, 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 it was tough. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. I can understand that. I can definitely understand that. Speaking of Maryland. This ain't about me, man. This ain't about me. This is about you. This is about college football. And you said it. Speaking of Maryland. Speaking what about of my terms, man? So, so Little Tua, a.k.a. Talia Tonga Viola, uh, he's a game-time decision. He aggravated a previous knee problem last weekend. And coach, head coach Mike Loxley expressed that um, the injury wasn't more serious, but he could be a game-time decision. Um, if he doesn't play, oh boy, uh, that's all I'm going to say, because they have nothing behind him. They have absolutely nothing behind him. Um, and, yeah, it, it's not – I mean, for all the YOLO balls, I, I always give him hell for he's a pretty good college quarterback. Going further than that, okay, hold on, whoa. But um, they're playing a tough Northwestern squad that they're actually favored by, favored over by 14 points. That's a lot of points for a, for a game where we don't know if a quarterback's gonna play or not. But Northwestern and Northwestern is always a sound football team. They're not always a great football team. They're just sound, and they're in the right place at the right time. But this team is one and five, and who knows, Mike Lotsley. Uh, great offensive of mind. He might have some. He might have to scheme some things up, keep the ball on the ground. No yolo balls, coach. No yolo balls. But he has good athletes. He has very good athletes um, at receiver. So we'll see. We'll definitely see. We'll keep an eye on this one. Yeah, got to protect my boy. Got, got, got. You know, and sometimes you got to protect them by keeping them out of the game. Yes, uh, definitely. Because, yeah, don't don't do anything crazy, coach. Let 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 young 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 Tua let him heal, mm-hmm. and then we can move on. Just don't don't push it. I mean, th- this game isn't going to cost you. No, I better not say that. Never mind. Do what you got to do, coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is a five and two Maryland team. I mean, I, when's the last time this team was five and two? I mean, it's been a while. Maybe since they were in the ACC. Watch um, it, man. Watch hey, it, man. The last Watch time it. I – hey, I have bad memories of um of Maryland before they left. You should. You um, should. They, they beat a Miami team led uh, by, if I remember correctly, it might have been Stephen Morris or Brad Kaya, one of the two. Uh, actually, it was a young Brad Kaya, actually. Um, Mike James Duke John, uh, and Lamar Miller in the backfield. Um, pretty sure. No, that was Stephen Morris. It was Stephen Morris. Nonetheless, they beat the brakes off us, and we just couldn't. And we were in College Park, and meh, I guess um, that was my last experience. I'd never want to see a terrapin again. It wasn't yeah, a fun I, night. I, Fools I Golden got us. Fools Golden um, led us astray. Yeah, you just don't go up to College Park thinking you're just gonna walk in there and get a V. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know. So nah, so it, it was a very tough night, uh, but yeah, that that was that was like twenty, I want to say like twenty thirteen, twenty 
2012, something like that. It's been a while. It's been over a decade, so water under the bridge. Nonetheless, uh, speaking of quarterbacks and injuries, we have a quarterback closer to your neck of the woods. USF quarterback Jerry Bohannon is out for the season uh, with season-ending surgery. USF wasn't a great team without him and or with him, and they won. They're probably not going to be much better of a team without him. This is going to be – I don't want to say Jeff Scott is going to be updating that LinkedIn account soon, but Jeff Scott, you're going to be updating that LinkedIn account soon. And these Bulls have not been the same since Jim Levitt and was it Skip Holtz with B.J. Daniels? That's the last time this team was really good. B.J. Daniels and who was Quentin Flowers with Willie Taggart? Um, that was the last time these guys were really good. And every time, anytime they get a good quarterback, a good dual third quarterback, it, they tend to they tend to trend up. But it just did this time it didn't work. And Jeff Scott wasn't the answer. Probably won't be the answer going forward. Uh, you guys might be looking for a new quarter, a new head coach soon. Just saying. Yeah, tough season for USF. Um, they still have their Super Bowl coming up. Um, <laughs> uh, when do they Yikes. play? When do they play the 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 the, um, the Golden Knights? Uh, UCF and USF lock up for the war with the, for the game that is called the War on I four. That game is November twenty sixth. Uh, so we got a little ways to go. They have about five at Ray weeks. J. At Ray J. Yes, at Ray J. So mm-hmm. it'll be a minute. Um, guys, you can. I'm just gonna be honest. USF fans, you might as well just circle that in as a as a L. But um, it'll be exciting to watch. I mean, we'll see some Polk County guys out there. So you know, hey, that's that that is important. We we yeah. love seeing our yeah. Polk County yeah. Polk County guys. So otherwise, that's all we got for you when it comes to news, notes, injuries, things like that. You guys are here for two reasons, right? We're here for the midseason report and mm-hmm. our picks and predictions. So mm-hmm. we'll start. We'll start the midseason report because you know everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody is. We have some some undefeated teams that the fan bases are running wild for. Rocky Top. Um, we got some. We got some disappointed fan bases. Uh, Alabama, um, who may not be the same Alabama right now. We have some some. Overly some overrated fan bases, Michigan. Um, and maybe one that's lying in the weeds, just waiting on somebody to make a mistake. Clemson. All right, so that since we got that out the way, you know, you know, you know. Um, the AP kind of fl- the and real quick, the AP it's funny, the AP fell exactly the way we said it would when it came as far as our uh top six would mm-hmm. kind of fall. They all it literally fell basically the exactly way we, we expected it to. The the ones that we expect, Alabama, Clemson, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, um, those guys all fell in the right spaces. So nothing's really gonna change. I think these they'll kind of eliminate each other down the road. Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama. Those guys will eliminate each other at some point, depending on how we we how things shake as far as uh, if it comes down to field goals and things like that. But we also had one one in particular that joined that top six, Tennessee, my dark horse team since last year, with my Heisman, one of my – I won't call him Heisman, but I didn't call him Heisman, but I said watch out for him, Hendon Hooker. I was right. Yeah, okay. Um, 
they're they've joined the top six. They got a lot of work to do still, so I'm not getting too happy. But so far, so good for my dark horse team. Um, but midseason report, we can kind of ju- we can kind of pivot that into that. We can pivot to that. Our um our, our midseason report. So we'll start off with things that caught your eye at this point so far, whether that be a player that has broken out, maybe a coach mm-hmm. that has done better than we thought, a team that may have surprised you. Mm-hmm. Anything mm-hmm. just out of the norm that mm-hmm. of the norms of college football that caught your eye? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a couple of things, and I'm gonna look at it this way. I'm gonna go conferences. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's uh, the Big Twelve conference. Is, and not not just the Big Twelve, but the teams in the Big Twelve who are who are running away with the conference surprises me. Uh, the TCU's, uh, uh, Kansas had a great start. Uh, Kansas State, uh, you know, Oklahoma State. Um, some teams you don't hear. I mean, where's Oklahoma? You, you don't Oklahoma hear Oklahoma is first to last in the division. They're four and three there. So, so I mean that really that has surprised me this year, uh, as well as the Pac twenty six. And I mean, the Pac twelve is always because they're on the West Coast, and they say we have East Coast bias. But I'm I'm one who who believes in the Pac twelve after dark. I, mm-hmm. I, I stay up and watch them, and you know the 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 California teams there have, have made a little resurgence, and that's always good for for the Pac thirty four when the the California teams are are, are competing and and are are, are really, really rolling. So those are two things that have surprised me um, this year. And then just each week, there's something. <laughs> each week is something. Whether it's a oh, one more, and, and my third one is the coaching, the the coaches that been fired so quickly. I mean, and they went like we had a period where they were gone for like what about four weeks in a row. We had at least yeah, one. Yeah, we were getting one almost every week. Yeah, so that 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 shocked me. And because usually colleges are a little more, you know, we'll 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 save um, this fifteen million until it goes down to seven, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then get yeah. rid of the bomb. You know, yeah. they're like, oh no, they're like, no, no, we got to get frosty out that. of our diet. We got to get that frosty <laughs> yeah. out of our diet. We having too many of them. Sorry, you guys. know, and, and, and others who 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 bit the dust as well. I mean, Herm and oh, poor Herm. Yeah. Uh, so one so isn't those, going those... One didn't go anywhere, and I was really hoping he would go somewhere. But especially with they have the money out there in College Station, and they still haven't gotten rid of that guy. Eighty-five million is a lot, though. That's a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money to say, "Hey, coach, you can go away for eighty-five million. I'd go away too for eighty-five million reasons." So those are the things that caught my eye this college football season at the halfway point, and we still got a second half to go. Exactly, exactly, exactly. What about you? Huh. So, I the thing that caught my eye this year 
just the sheer amount of crazy either upsets or teams that have no business being in games or letting games go. And, and as I speak about teams and upsets, um, like James Madison, just finding ways and finding a way into the top 25 app state starting off hot. And speaking of app state, as we, as I, as we speak live update, uh, I don't have a, I don't have a sound, a sounder for that live update, but um, they're down 14. They're, they're down 14, nothing going into the, with four minutes left in the half, they are in the red zone and they may have an opportunity to score against Georgia state, but yeah, app state that hot start, they started off to not so great. So far at this point, um, I think they caught fire, but that war of attrition really will catch up with you. Um, special teams blunders across the country, kickers, mm. kickers, returners, and and just special teams in general. Shout out to you, LSU. I hope you fight. You still, you guys still haven't fired that guy, really. Um, but yeah, down just... here in the great state of Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at some point, like you have to let that guy go. But um, he just got there, man. Give him a I, break. No, no, no. Head coach is got head coach is fine. He's he's riding the ship. But um, okay, yeah. Okay. The, the special teams coordinator. Oh, you got you got you got you got to go, my guy. You got to go. Um. I'd also say teams that start off with started off with a hot start, but then just kind of and really kind of they were like fool's gold. Um, Florida State, you know, I had to take that dig. You know, I had to take that dig. For the the other two Florida schools, really all of the Florida schools, we'll kind of go there. The disappoint the Florida schools really disappointed me. Um, Miami starting out again, starting out kind of shaky, even against not so great competition. But then Florida State starting out hot early and then losing three straight to not no longer be a part of the ACC discussion. Shout shout outs to y'all, good job. Um, and um, Florida, they they really caught everybody off off guard, especially after beating uh, Utah. Um, Anthony Richardson, we were talking Heisman after one or two weeks, and then we realized he couldn't throw the football. So and everything's a fastball. So. You know, and Florida fans are up in arms, and they they're 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 staying afloat. But the reality is, Tennessee's got you, and Georgia's coming to get you next. So, and then Florida State will probably get you at the end. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, really, it's just hot starts, special teams blunders, and and teams blowing leads. I I, I don't understand, but how do these these coaches blow leads like they do? Because they speak, they use analytics so much. I was about to say, too much analytics. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like when did we get to the point? Well, it's like it's fourth and one. Like conventional wisdom says, fourth and one on your own forty, and it's a seven point. It's a it's a tie game where you're up seven, and yeah, you may have have a little momentum, but when you don't, did you not realize that you know that D tackles over across the is across from you and running inside zone isn't gonna work, you know. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's for me things that that kind of caught my just just silly decisions and bad play calling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 So tell me this then, Mm -hmm. Uh, since we're at the mid-season point, what about your Heisman? Who's your mid-season Heisman pick? 
So I came into the year thinking my, my thought process was it's it's CJ Stroud all day, every day. Uh, I thought I, I, I look at things when it comes to Heisman. I don't think there'll ever be a person that'll win it again, win it two years in a row or ever two years at all in a career, simply because we have this bias that says said player has to outdo the numbers that they did the year before. And re- and and I can honestly say I've seen a few guys that can could that that won the Heisman and they could have probably gotten it again. Tebow's one of them. I'm just gonna as much as I hate the Florida Gators and Tebow annoys me, and their fans annoy me. He probably could have won it twice. Um, Reggie Bush could have been a one, been one. He could have easily gotten it twice. Um, yeah, but he got his pub. Um, the the pub. Never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Johnny Manziel could have been a guy that got it twice. I mean, there, there's countless guys that could have easily gotten it twice. Sam Bradford's one of them. Um, but, yeah, it, there's been plenty of guys that could have gotten it twice. Bryce Young, and the way he's playing right now, looks like a Heisman front runner, even in a loss against Tennessee this past week. But for me right now, at the midseason point, as much as I love C.J. Stroud and he was my pick, Hendon Hooker looks like the it looks like the Heisman favorite right now. And, and while and while Bryce Young is nipping at his heels, and and I look at it and I say, hmm, who's more valuable? Take val- take um, C.J. Stroud off their team, they'd probably be just insert the next quarterback. Um, Take Bryce Young off that team, and we've already seen it. It looks, it's it's a they have an effective backup. Could he play? Probably, but it doesn't. But could he have gone into Rocky Top and kept that team afloat? Mm, I don't know. Negative. Negative. And Hendon Hooker looks like a completely different quarterback than I've seen when he was at Virginia Tech. To last year, he looks like a completely different guy. And he has weapons, play calling, everything. So, but right now, I say all of that to say, um, Hendon Hooker is my midseason Heisman <clears throat> winner. What about you? And I think I think that's a great. I, I can't argue with that. I, I cannot argue with it. I mean, because you have some guys who I don't think are getting the respect that they they should, a la the national champions quarterback, Stetson Bennett, mm-hmm. still putting up decent numbers. Are you a believer My, yet? Are you a believer yet? That's the real question. Well, I don't even know if they're going to win the, the SEC. So, but that's, that's <laughs> another story. That, 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 that's Uh-oh. a story for down the road. Whoa. Um, you know, my, my preseason pick was the, the reigning Heisman winner, Bryce. And the game that he was out, you could see just how valuable he was. And like you said, when he came back last week against uh, Tennessee, even though he lost, it wasn't on him because he did everything in his power to to help them win. And mm-hmm. then you have some guys coming up, um, the, the 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 Blake Corums, and, and you mentioned um, Hendon. Hendon Hooker, yeah. But, yeah, but right now, I have to say the most consistent and guy would have to be CJ, CJ Shroud from Ohio mm-hmm. State. 
right now. He's my preseason Heisman. Even though Hendon is a hot selection and he's he balled last week, or can I say he threw to the one guy Alabama just refused to cover. <laughs> Another story. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I like what C.J. Stroud is doing. I think if he can continue on this pace and they beat Michigan, I think he can win it. Right now, 70% completion, um, 1,700 yards, thir- uh, 24 uh, 13 yards an attempt. That That's adjusted yards per attempt. That yeah, that's, says not, a lot. that's not dinking and dunking, huh? No, no, sir. Without his best receiver, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, but 24 touchdowns to three interceptions and only six games played. So you do the math. I mean, he's he's balling. He's balling. Uh, on an Ohio State team that we all, I, I said, would have a really stacked offense. And they're down their best player and probably a top 15 pick uh, at receiver. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, we'll be watching. I think that by the time it's all said and done, C.J. Bryce and Hendon Hooker will be in New York. I don't think anybody – Blake Corum is a nice running back. He's not an elite running back. He's not like – when I think – when if you're a running back and you get to, get to New York, you better be Derrick Henry, Reggie Bush, um, Toby Gerhardt is one that – Toby Gerhardt should have won the Heisman when he had a opportunity. Uh, Darren McFadden. You better be those kind of guys putting up 2,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, and you better have some kind of uh, help. You might want to contribute in the run game. So right now it's a quarterback award at this point. And I don't think any other – obviously no defensive players, no receivers or anything like that. Um Nothing like that. There's nobody elite enough to – sorry, Will Anderson, you're getting triple team too much. Sorry. Last year maybe you would have had a chance. But those three guys who are very good, very good trigger men, um, they'll probably be the guys that will be in New York waiting for that trophy. Um, let's let's talk team. Okay. Most, most surprising team. We'll start there. We'll start with the good. Okay. Um... I always like the good. <clears throat> My most surprising team, I mean, Kansas came out the gate strong. Very strong. I mean, who would have believed? I still, I mean, I know they're five and two right now, but wow. I love the way they started. But for me, my surprise team would be, oh, and Syracuse. Oh, my goodness, six and oh. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is this basketball? Is this basketball season already? Well, it is basketball season. So, uh, I mean, uh, hats off to what they're doing up in in, in the dome up there in Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, my surprise team is TCU. I just, I like what they're doing. Sonny has them. Sonny D has them playing tough, and I think they're ahead of schedule right now. But. Every time they get tested, they pull it out in the end. That's mental toughness. That's fourth quarter. That's when you throw your hands up, fourth, and and, and that's and they finish. And they have shocked me this year. Uh, shout out to Joe Briggs. 
my, my partner Joe Briggs, <laughs> Polk County stand up. Uh, TCU is my surprise team. This one was tough because I never like giving credit to teams that beat my team. Mm. Um, and they haven't really played a tough schedule, but and I'm and I'm struggling between them and my dark horse because you know if you call a team a dark horse, rarely does that dark horse ever really it's like a feeling you have, and then they go lose to somebody they have no business losing to. Um, North Carolina, five and one, and maybe maybe not this year because despite ranking number one in all major quarterback categories in the ACC, Drake may is, he is the de facto best quarterback in this conference right now. I mean, I'm just going to call it a call of spade a spade. He's the best quarterback in the, in the conference right now. Um, But they have, if they had that one win, Miami wasn't good. Isn't Miami doesn't have the record to justify me saying they're uh it was a great win. Uh, maybe if Miami was five, if that would have been like a five and one team, and that's their one, that was Miami's only loss. Sure, but you beat a Miami team that wasn't, it isn't that good. It is what it is. Um, so I can't, I can't. I'll give you honorable mention, I guess. I, I throw your hat in the ring, but this Tennessee team, undefeated, they were my dark horse. I've said it since last year. I've been on this train. People called me crazy. I said, look, Tennessee's going to be – they're going to struggle a little bit last year. They, they're going to struggle. Once they figure out what happens at quarterback, they'll be fine. Joe Milton didn't become the quarterback, and Hendon Hooker took over and after an injury, and this offense just went bananas. And then they picked up where they left off last year at the end. The defense came around, and we, we all know what happens in college football. You know, Tennessee feels like that team, that team of destiny – that they're going to find they find a way in now will they win it i don't know but they feel like that team that 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 dream season that once every t- 10 20 years type season a team that comes back from the ashes that's what this tennessee team feels like and maybe georgia might say no nah, i'm not ready for i'm not ready to share the spotlight but right now they're they were my dark horse they have a Heisman uh, candidate at quarterback. They might even have a coach of the year candidate at this point mm-hmm. uh, in Josh Heupel. Mm-hmm. Tennessee looks damn good. Mm-hmm. They're my most surprising team. Yeah, good pick. I mean, wow. I mean, they haven't been this much excitement on Rocky Top since um, – uh, what was what was the kid's name? T, uh, T. T. Martin. T. Martin. T. Martin. You know – Captured their um, – Captured their national championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I actually saw something on social media uh, over the throughout the week, over the weekend. I think it was Sunday. There was there was a video, and it said it was like the Tennessee. Um, you know, the it was a scene from one of the Marvel movies uh, where he's. I think it was. I can't remember what movie it was, which one it was, but. Uh, it was like, you remind me, of, he was talking to the little girl, you remind me of somebody, and they were using a Tennessee mascot, Smokey, <laughs> and they were. he was like, you remind me of somebody a long time ago, and it was actually T. Martin. They compared it <laughs> to T. Martin. 
And, and it was like one of the, like the, from the Avengers, they used that scene from the Avengers as the background. And it was actually pretty cool um, because T Martin really was that guy back then. I mean, I was a young fellow when that, when, when he was around, uh, I might've been, that was what, what, 99, 99. I was 10 years old. So I was really young. So, um, but I do remember T Martin and I remember them winning a national championship after Peyton Manning left and, you know, cause Peyton Manning was supposed to be the guy and then they find out, they find a way to, um, they win one against Florida state, by the way, um, go figure. Anyway, you know, I was there. Anytime I can take a dig at Florida state, I, I love it. Anytime. In Arizona. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we talked about the good. Mm-hmm. Now the bad. Yes, 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 yes. And we can we can go. I mean, when I when I think about the bad teams or the most disappointing teams, you know, the first one is my dark horse that comes to mind would be those Canes in Miami. I just thought they would be a little better. I, I'm not not saying that they were they were ready. But I just there's something missing there that I just mm-hmm. don't that I that that disappoints me. Uh, Texas A&M, as much as much ish as they talk during the off season and, and all, to come back and not only like lose to an app state. I mean, and then yeah. And um, Texas A and M, disappointing to me. Uh, Michigan State, just I wasn't surprised by Michigan State. If you look at the <laughs> roster turnover they had, lo- yeah. losing their losing Kenneth Walker the third, that was the heart and soul of their team. Yeah, but but a Mel Tucker more, team looking yeah. that bad, looking yeah. this bad, exactly. Yeah. And, and I expect more from a Mel Tucker team, and. I'm not getting it. But my most disappointing team, hands down, having said all of that, is Oklahoma. I'm sorry, Sooners, and this is a little personal because I grew up a a Sooner fan. How can you lose to Texas 49 to zero? I I give them, you know, I slightly give them a pass. No. When no, you don't have no. your starting quarterback in college football, it's very difficult. It's you but at least could we, you can we two. at least get three? Can we get three? I mean, that's like if I don't care if A and M, my A and M, Florida A and M, um, started a running back at quarterback, they better not lose to Bethune Cookman forty nine nothing. I don't care if um, uh, Jackson State whooped them, whatever they whooped them, and they whooped them. 49 nothing? No, 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 no. And, and what they're what are they? They're 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 three and two, and two three. and three. They're four, four and three, three. yeah. And Come they're on. ninth out of ten in the the only other yeah. team that's worse than them is is Iowa State, who is three and four. Uh, who has they have the worst record. Yeah, yeah, and that's Iowa State. So uh yeah, they're, they're oh oh I, I, I gotta go. I gotta back up slightly, just a slight rewind back to okay. our um, to our m- most surprising teams. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was actually reversed, and I got. I it's not. They weren't. They don't get the award for this, but they get honor. They get a a, a shout out for this one. Texas. Okay. okay. 
Texas. They're five and two. That I, I give them the five because th- I expected this to be my most disappointing team this year. I did. Ah, I okay. did. I, I didn't think Sark and company would be this good. I didn't believe in Quinn Ewers. I just, I don't, I didn't believe in this team. B. John Robinson, he's, he's okay. He's not great. There's no real great running back. If he's the best, he's slightly above average. Everyone else loves him. I don't. Um, but you you put you you as as um one Lee Corso says you shellacked uh your rival in in Oklahoma. Your only losses are three points against Texas Tech and uh two points again. You've lost two games and two points to Alabama to start the season. So you've lost the two games by a combined five points. Mm. Gotta put some respect on that team's name. It is what it is. Um, but back to present time, you know how we can just go, but we can flip back. We just went, we, we did a rerun. We wanted to see the replay. So back to real time, back to real time. Um, most disappointing team, my Canes. Definitely. Definitely. I expected an eight and four type team, but I didn't expect this. I didn't expect, you know, one week you can't, you can't run the ball one week. You can't throw the ball one week. And then if I wouldn't put this all on, on them, if it wasn't for the, the way it wasn't, it's not the fact that you lost to to Middle Tennessee State, but it's the way you lost. It's the way you lost, and so I can't. I have to give you that. Um, Oklahoma's one of them. It is what it is. Oklahoma just isn't that good. Um, I'm not surprised by Michigan State. I'm not surprised by. Uh, I am surprised by Wisconsin. I thought they'd be a little better than mm. three and four. Um, mm. surprisingly, mm. Illinois is six and one. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah. under Bielema. Now, granted, if they get to the Big Ten championship, which more than likely they will, they have to fight off Purdue. But otherwise, there's no one else that that has a real legit shot here. Bielema's mm. turned that team around in two years. He did more mm. with them last year than I expected. They were a scrappy mm. team. Illinois was one of those teams. Them and Nebraska were like. Um, if I remember the stat, they played, they were like three and nine, but like every game was like six points. So like they were in every game and then they had a tough schedule. So, um, speaking of Nebraska, they're, they're one of my disappointing teams. I expected them to be a little bit better than what they were three and four. I mean, they've kind of gotten off, they've gotten a little bit better, but I mean, they've gotten humbled a couple of times since, uh, since the firing since I'm sorry, not firing. The change in their diet, I will continue to use that. Change in their diet, they, they got off the chocolate Frosties. It, I'm sorry, the vanilla Frosties. Sorry. <laughs> that, is not, was, that is not what I meant by that. Never mind. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. Um, so, yeah, they were one of those teams that, that, that kind of just left me like, mm. um, nobody in the SEC – Real outside of Tennessee, Florida is ex- exactly where I thought they'd be. LSU re- rebounded. Um, the Pac 12 is kind of the Pac 12 at this point. I mean, actually, UCLA being six and oh is actually very surprising because I thought Chip Kelly would be gone after this year. I did. <laughs> You can't get rid of them Kellys. Yeah, I can't get rid of either Kelly. I just can't. I mean, I thought Brian would go off to the NFL at some point. Um, Speaking of Brian Kelly, 
I know who right. it is. Ding, ding, ding. I know who it is. His former team, the Leprechauns. I mean, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Um, that's who my. They're your most most. disappointing. Yeah, because they, I expected them to have one. They're my most disappointing because of who they're losing to and how they're losing. Um, you start the season, you've lost to Marshall. You, I mean, Ohio State, I can live with, but you follow it up with losing to Marshall on at home. You don't lose to Marshall at home. You struggle at home with, uh, with Cal. You struggle with BYU at home. You lose at home again to to Stanford. Uh, yeah, this team's three and four, three and three. Um, Marcus Freeman had a defense. Still, just not impressed. Just not. Mm. They're Notre Dame. They're supposed to be a lot better than this. You're mm. Notre Dame. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, by the way, that team has Syracuse, Clemson, uh, and USC left. I hope that's all. I hope a bear, these are all twenty-one plus point blowouts. You know how I feel about those little leprechauns. I can't stand them. that. That that Syracuse game has just gotten interesting now. And it's in it's in the dome. Ooh, <laughs> that dome's so that, gonna be jumping. Yeah, that dome's gonna be especially if they stay undefeated. Especially <laughs> if they stay undefeated. Um. Yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and knock that those guys off for us, Syracuse. I'll be a. I'll be a. Uh, are they? Are they? They're not the orange men anymore. They're the orange, which is they're the sour. orange. Just the yeah. Orange. That's with a ball with an orange ball. Like that's as a mascot. That's weird. That's weird. Um. But yeah, Notre Dame is my. They're my. They're that most disappointing team. Okay. So, so game of the year. I already. I, I'm not coming off of this one. But, and I and I might have an I mine might be the same as yours, but I want to hear from you. I doubt it. Um, I doubt it. What is I, your I know it isn't. I, I know it isn't. There's been some great games in college football this year. Absolutely. I mean, you can look at App State. Just App State UNC week one, sixty three sixty one. I mean, they were just, I mean, like, it was like we were playing um, a video game. Mm-hmm. It just, heck of a game. Um, App State, uh, the Hail Mary win against Troy. <laughs> I mean, you, you come back uh, after beating App State again, after beating Texas A&M, and then come back with a Hail Mary win. Um uh, I mean, I could just make this an App State joint right here. Uh, but then I got to flip to the big state of Texas. Uh, the TCU-Kansas game was a tremendous game. High quality, both teams going back and forth. My preseason game of the year, however, is TCU over Oklahoma State. Just a fantastic game. Both teams giving it everything they had and TCU pulling it out at the end. Uh, that's my game of the year. Well, preseason <laughs> so far. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So I told you we on... have different. I told yeah, you. Yeah, we, we differ. I told you. TCU, TCU, Kansas was on my list. App State, um, Shit. 
I mean, you could say App State every game was the first <laughs> yeah, I know, three right? games they played. I mean, it was like barn burner after barn burner. I'm like, gee, like that game I'm, they went to App State. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then they got they had to pull it out. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna hold this one till the end. Let's do it. Um, App State's turning into Boise State. It seems like, and I don't think they'll be on the level that Boise State was because Boise State was winning and making striking fear into people. Um, I'd even say Florida State, um, LSU was a pretty good one because of the drama that ensued at the end. Um, but for me, for me, um, man, Wake Forest Clemson was good. Wake Forest Clemson was real good. Um, App State Texas A&M was really good. Um, that's tough. That was a lot. It's a lot tougher than you think. Um, <laughs> I went, so I went back, I went back and I watched that UCLA, I'm sorry, um, Utah USC game. Mm. I went back and I watched that tape. Yeah. I got to give it to that game because the back and forth in that game was crazy <laughs> the back and forth in that ensued in that game was absolutely nuts and even though you guys let me down um in that game uh or throughout the season you guys aren't in the playoff race anymore utah you guys thank you for taking down usc so we don't have to hear usc and lincoln riley anymore uh, um yeah that yeah there's always a reason uh, right uh, how dare you? I know. And, I mean, I could literally still say – I could throw a Tennessee-Pittsburgh game that went into OT. That game, the Pitt-West Virginia game, the backyard ball. Yeah. And it's, I mean, yeah, how – game last week. Yeah, Tennessee, exactly. Tennessee Alabama. Alabama. That game was crazy. I mean, there have been some crazy-ass games. And I said yes. exactly like I said it. There have been some crazy-ass games because – in college football, nobody's safe. That's the one thing that we learn year in, and we don't learn our lesson. That's the crazy part. We don't learn our lesson that at some, nobody's safe. How many times have we said, oh, yeah, they're going to go in and just monkey stomp these guys, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then oh, yeah, App State's going to go ahead and take care of James Madison. We don't have to worry about it, and guess who gets upset? <laughs> like, who falls off a cliff? Um, you know, so nobody's safe, but every that that's why I love this sport versus the, the pro game. The pro league is cool, but for the most part, outside of well, this year's kind of weird, but normally, <laughs> normally, shout out to Tampa and, and and Pittsburgh. Thanks for losing my money, Tom Brady. That's what you get. Anyway, um yeah, so um yeah, you but usually in the pro game, you kind of have an idea just based on how teams draft, how teams uh, build their teams, ownership, coaching. You kind of have an idea. In college, you might have a really good guess, and maybe Nick Saban doesn't lose, but once he might lose one game every couple of years. But when he loses, it's it's in dramatic fashion. <laughs> it is in dramatic fashion. I actually, one of my buddies, he's a um, He's a he's a he's an Alabama fan, and in the entire game, 
we like he doesn't he he won't be on he refuses to be on the phone when this these teams and I'm the reason why he doesn't talk he's not on the phone he won't answer the phone now um, because back when Johnny Manziel was running around and throwing Yolo balls to Mike Evans um, I remember I, I won't put I won't say his name but um, but shout out to him he all I heard was expletive 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 <laughs> boom and when i heard boom it was his remote he threw his remote and it shattered so yeah when saving loses yeah it, it it produces something and um you know got to see him and uh the other day and you know the rocky t- it was it was almost like it was poetic in a sense because Somehow, some way, Rocky Top played the second, and I didn't play it. I didn't troll him. It just happened to play, and you know, it kind of helps that I work with him. Uh, mm. I'm I'm a teacher, so you know, they mm. they decided to to play over the intercom to 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 get him get back at him, Rocky Top. So you no, know, yeah, they played no. they played Rocky Top in the morning to to that is and then they, so wrong, <laughs> and they called so him out to the levels. office, yeah. Yeah, so oh, yeah, my yeah. Goodness. If any, I just gave his whole entire identity away, maybe. But who knows? It'll, your secret's <laughs> safe with me, you know. So, but yeah, yeah. The, this year's been kind of crazy, and I think we're gonna we're in store for a lot of more craziness. I think Georgia, Alabama's. I'm, I'm almost kind of going ahead and giving it to them. It's not guaranteed, but Georgia, Alabama in the SEC title game, if it happens, is gonna be crazy. Uh, Tennessee, Georgia is gonna be crazy. Um, USC UCLA is definitely going to be crazy. Mm. It will not be your typical crosstown rivalry game where USC just blows them out. Um, the the Big Twelve isn't over with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Texas has a little bit to say about that Big Twelve championship game. Um, yeah, and and maybe in Florida, Florida State, I think is going to be a a game that may not have everyone's attention like it used to, but. These teams aren't – they're good, but they're not there yet. Florida State is close. They're getting – I see, like you say every week, we see glimpses of the mm-hmm. speed on defense. Mm-hmm. I've said it all season. They have a fast physical defense. I don't believe in their quarterback. I don't I don't believe in their skill guys. But defensively, that team's a problem. Florida, offensively, their quarterback's electric. He just throws everything 100 miles an hour. If he can get out his own way. <laughs> You know, everything's a fastball with him. Like, dude, take a little bit off. But they're they're if they can get out of their own way, I mean, that's gonna be a game to watch. So um, yeah, we're in store for for a wild ride. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and, and, and you just mentioned it. I mean, we went through here and this was just the first half of the season. <laughs> I mean, we now is it's crunch time now. And teams are going to start positioning themselves. Um, some teams are trying to get bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be something for them. And then you got the challenging teams trying to knock off the the teams that have been running college football for the last 20, 20 least, years. 20 at least years. five years. At least five <laughs> years. Let's just, just, let's just keep it. Keep 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 it classy, and um, I can't wait. I, I I just I don't know what else to expect because 
is as they say, if, if we got any big brother watchers out here, um, Julie Chin always says, expect the unexpected in Big Brother. And that's just like college football this year. Expect the unexpected. And I just cannot wait to see how this thing ends up. Definitely, definitely. Uh, speaking of how this thing ends up, we got some picks to make. We got some picks to make. And we'll do a couple of these. It'll be rapid fire. And we'll kind of break some of these other ones down. Um, so we'll kind of start with our – we'll start with our rapid fire. Memphis to Memphis to Lane, what do you got? Uh, hold on. Give me a quick second to call up my picks here. Kind sir, if you will. Memphis to Lane. Break it. Just give me a simple breakdown of Memphis to Lane while I – Stall for time while my picks come up. <laughs> <laughs> this Tulane team, they throw the ball pretty well. Um, they're not – they're a ranked team. Believe it or not, Tulane is – they don't get the Damn. press the last couple of years. They actually scared Oklahoma a couple of years ago. Um, I think that was a Spencer Rattler special. Actually, that was last year. Uh, Spencer Rattler got benched in that game. And <sighs> Caleb Williams as a freshman came in. And mm, they almost okay. they almost lost that game. Uh, but this this Tulane team very strong offensively, uh, can throw it, can run it, little very balanced. Um, I look forward to seeing what what they can do now that they're in the top twenty five. We see what we've seen what a couple teams have done when they go into the top twenty five for the first time. They they feel themselves. <laughs> they smell. They they love the press clippings and then oops, overlooking a Memphis team that's not that great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't work out for them. But I'll take I'm taking Tulane in this one just to finish the mm-hmm. job. Uh mm-hmm. to ranked in this one. I really don't see Memphis mm-hmm. really pushing a fight. Uh you know, you, you got but you know, if you got Penny Hardaway out there, you can Oh, I'm sorry, wrong sport. <laughs> wrong uh, sport, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 wrong sport. Uh, um, give me <laughs> give me Tulane. <laughs> uh we have the um we have the Liberty Flames. Facing off against the BYU Cougars. Um, Hugh Freeze, this is not the Malik Willis show. So I'm going to put it to you like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. BYU, 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 go Cougars. (laughs) Uh, Liberty 6-1. Don't sleep on them flames. But yeah, BYU. And this game is it. But but, hey, it's a 3-30 game. Mm -hmm. It's at Liberty. Don't be surprised. Do not be surprised if Liberty wins the coin toss. All right, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm we have some. Up. We have Maxion, and I know Ooh. I didn't say I didn't say that incorrect incorrectly. You said it we right. have Maxion. Uh, we have two Mac teams. Anytime Mac teams get involved, it's always a high scoring game. Uh, we have the five and two Toledo Rockets facing off against the four and two. Uh, Buffalo Bulls. Um, I'll take Toledo in this one. Offensively, they're always fairly uh, consistent. Being able to get down the field, they throw. They they have a nice uh, mix of run and pass. Never really seen. Here's the thing about a typical. The last time this Bulls team, it's been about two years since this. Since then, was it Jarrett Patterson? Um, had like. He had like he was averaging like he had like 400 yards. He had like two really crazy 200 yard games, and he kept having like really high numbers, like 190 here, 
100 and 200 plus the next game for like four to six weeks. And it was like ridiculous. He's not, he doesn't play for them anymore. Go Rockets. Um, you might be sleeping on these Bulls. I mean, they they won their last four four games. They're averaging three hundred, nearly four hundred yards a game, thirty points a game. I mean, and this game is in Buffalo. Those Rockets are not going to. Uh, who am I kidding? Buffalo's giving up dag on almost 400 yards a game as well. Uh, give me to give me Toledo. Uh, we have the Penn State. I'm sorry, I don't want to go. I don't want to jump the gun too much. Put some respect on their name. That is, we have the UCF Knights facing off against the ECU uh, Pirates. Gus Malzahn doesn't have a terrible team. They just it's a Gus Malzahn led team. They don't throw the football much. Uh, I don't think that'll matter too much. Uh, ECU is a average football team. Seen them, seen them twice this year. They're an okay football team, not good enough to match up with that Florida speed. Uh, I could see this game getting out of hand pretty quickly. Uh, give me the Knights. Go Knights. And I'm never going to pick a non-Florida school to go face a team in another. Even if it's not my team, it's a Florida school. Come on. All right, so we have some Big 12 action. We have the number 17 Kansas State Wildcats facing off of against the undefeated mm. number six TCU uh, Horn Horn Frogs. This game is going to be interesting because it's contrasting styles. Uh, Max Duggan, he is a he can throw it, he can run it, he doesn't like to slide. So if he doesn't like to slide, just hit him. Just hit him. <laughs> Don't be afraid. You do him like the NFL teams did with RG three. Ooh, my bad. Um, I'm sorry. I know you. I, did you have a? Did you, did you have bad? Did you have like bad memories? You know, you used to. Yeah, yeah. Curtain back guys. He, my my co-host used to used to support that team. Anyway, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an RG three supporter. Um, really? But yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, and, and uh, love RG three now. Um, <laughs> tweeting it, but you know, yeah, because you you was always on that Andrew Luck guy. But let me just yeah. ask you one thing: who had the Andrew. longer career? Who had the, <clears throat> the longer career? Quality over quantity. Who had the longer quality? Career? <laughs> quality, quality over quantity, always. Uh, and you can still see RG three. Covering colleges now. I don't know if we can see uh, it, uh, Andrew Luck anymore. He's so small. He's so thin. And, and if you and, and if you listen to or if you, you find him on Twitter, no, if you listen to him on college, he will give you at least one thing to laugh about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Always oh, kind of spicy. Yeah. yeah it's, kinda, <laughs> it's like it, he should be on Pac 12 after dark. Literally. Yes. Literally. Yeah. His, yeah, some of those I'm like, yeah, that was definitely not for for being a part of the you know the Disney people. Yeah, you you can't say that on Disney teams. But yeah, he really went after that beaver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I can't with you. I can't with you. You cutting up. You cutting up. All right, all right. Get back to the game. All right, so so we. <laughs> <laughs> we got we have the Kansas State Wildcats facing off against the TCU Horn Frogs for real this time. Uh Adrian Martinez, uh he's the running dual threat quarterback but not the greatest thrower in in, in the world. Uh I think that run for them stops here. TCU defensively is going to lock down. 
Uh, Quentin Johnston, really good receiver. Max Duggan, really good quarterback. I think they have all their – it's at home in Fort Worth. Um, give me the Horn Frogs until they lose one. It's hard. It's hard to go against a team that's undefeated, and for and then going for and then picking Adrian Martinez. I feel like Adrian Martinez has been playing college football since AJ, since JT Barrett was around, and that was like a that felt like a decade ago. Uh, every time I pick against TCU, they 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 slap me in my face. So there's no way in hell I'll pick against TCU. You, you mentioned Johnston, 34 catches, 500 yards. Uh, Dugan, hey, 16 touchdown passes, one interception. Give me TCU at home. We have the Penn State Nittany Lions with my former head coach and in, in, um, Manny Diaz as the defensive coordinator. Facing off against the Minnesota uh, Golden Gophers and the rowing the boat, boat. Baby. they're gonna row the, the boat, boat baby. Um, they can keep rowing because they're not beating te- Penn State. Even if Sean Clifford is lead has led the team in rushing yardage and he can't outrun me, um, yeah. Joey Porter, Joey Porter Jr. If the name sounds familiar, Joey Porter Senior, Super Bowl champion, former Steeler. Uh, he's gonna be locking down on one side of the field. Um, as long as Sean Clifford doesn't do Sean Clifford things and just manages the game, they win. Go be go go Lions. Uh, yeah, Penn State. Uh, let's go back to the Big Twelve. We have the Texas Longhorns at number twenty facing off against the number eleven Oklahoma State Cowboys. This one's gonna be a this one's usually a, a shootout. Um, for me, Quinn Ewers and company with Bijan uh, Bijan Robinson, worthy at receiver. I think they have way too many weapons. Spencer Sanders has had a good run so far. Head coach um, Mike Gundy, he's a man. He's fifty plus, um, but it don't matter. Um, this this is Sark show. Uh, I think the only other team, the only really the only other team that really is going to give uh, TCU a run is Texas. Yeah. Give me the the Longhorns. You know, Texas, you know how I feel about Oklahoma. So Mm -hmm. having Texas do that to Oklahoma pisses me off. Uh Uh-oh. Having said that, uh, you cannot take away what they have done so far. Five and two, number 20th in the nation. But give it to give me the over fifty head coach. He's over fifty. He's a man, Mike Gundy. Let's do it, baby. Give me wow. OS OSU at home, baby. I will not say their nickname. <clears throat> oh yeah, you, you don't. Even though you don't have a, a pro team anymore, you don't. Um, no, no, you, I, you, I, you, no, I do. I have a pro team. Whoever plays that team from Texas. Ah, makes sense. Every makes week sense. it changes. It changes every week. Uh, let's go back to the AAC. Uh, we have the Cincinnati Bearcats coming in at number 21, facing off against my former offensive coordinator, uh, Rhett Lashley, and, and new SMU head coach, Rhett Lashley. I love what he did offensively, what he wants to do offensively, but he doesn't have Tyler Van Dyke anymore. Uh, these Bearcats are not the Bearcats from last year. 
but they are a scrappy bunch. They move the ball still, play stingy defense. Luke Fickle is going to end up being a power five guy at some point. Uh, give me the Bearcats to win this one. Uh, I think this team will will suffocate the the, the little ponies. I mean, Mustangs. Um, yeah, shots fired. Uh, I think they'll suffocate those guys on defense. Defense will suffocate them. Give me the Bearcats. Yeah, Cincinnati's what what I like is they're they're kind of battle tested and when mm-hmm. I what I mean, not necessarily playing top schools, but they've been in close games and they've for the most part uh, come out unscathed. Give me Cincinnati even though it's on the road. We have the Ole Miss Rebels coming in at number seven, facing off against the LSU Tigers. Uh, who should have fired their special teams coordinator, but they still haven't. Um, this one's going to be a lot t- closer than people think. Uh, LSU has a very stingy defense, and I think the offense is coming around. Um, but I don't go against Lane Kiffin if I don't have to. I think he's one of the top. He's one of the more most brilliant minds offensively, not only in the as far as the college game is concerned, but even in the pro game, he could hold his own. You can't control what happens with your ownership. So, um, but he is the reason why many, a few teams, a, a certain team in Tuscaloosa has a national title, and why, for more than likely, at least two of those three quarterbacks that are in the pro game are actually there. Um, Jackson Dart's a pretty good quarterback. They can run the football pretty well. Uh, more physical than you think. Give me the Rebels on the road. Quite honestly, uh, Death Valley. Death Valley West. Can we call it that? Call it that Death Valley West. See what I did there? Uh, yeah. it's, not, it's not the same Death Valley when um when they're not winning. Mm. Or not doing it. Hmm. Okay. Okay, I see you. I, I, I see you working here. You know, if, if this game was a night game, it would have made me really pause because playing there at night is no fun. But it's just a primetime 3.30 game. Uh, Give me Ole Miss on the road. Last but not least, we have the two top teams in the Pac-12. We have the UCLA Bruins facing off against the Oregon Ducks. Number number 10. You know, Chip Kelly gets to face his former team. And, you know, it used to be a time I would say – Oregon's going to blow this team out of the water. And I've said that so many times, it's not even funny. Oregon's only won one time in like the last decade. I'm sorry, mm. UCLA has only won one like once in the last decade. Um, I think that changes today or this weekend. Um, this Chip Kelly team is, is rolling. DTR is DTR. Chip Kelly caught at the controls. Uh, making all the right play calls. I'm not a believer in Bo Nix. Dan Lanning just seems like an extra regular, regular head coach. Uh, defensively, Oregon is eh, they're okay. They're nothing. They're not really that special. Uh, no real playmakers. We don't. We don't know their playmakers at Oregon. It used to be the the, the Anthony Thomases, the Lamichael Jameses, Kenyon Barners. Um, mm-hmm. Heck, they're one. Their best player, Michael Pittman. Is at Florida State now. So, and mm. Travis Dyer, their former running back, is at USC now. So, mm. where, who are the playmakers on this offense? I know who my playmaker is at UCLA. Mm. Give me the Bruins. Conference game 
at home, I mean, on the road, uh, home to, and Oregon isn't the Oregon, the Mariota Oregon teams, but it's still Oregon. And there's still something special there. Is it special enough for me to pick against UCLA? <laughs> DTR is rolling, baby. <laughs> Give me me UCLA. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's weird to say that, I right? think it's going to come down. I mean, I think this game is going to be close. And, and it, it, it's going to be another fourth quarter game. Um, a turnover here. A miss, a miss kick there, maybe. Interesting. Uh, interesting stat for this game. So UCLA is 10th in the country in third down percentage. Mm-hmm. They convert 54.8% of their third down. Okay. Um, but on the other end, Oregon, forty-five point nine percent. That's good for forty-second uh, in the country. Mm, that's not good enough. I don't think that'll be good enough. Um, I just teams that don't win on third down, you, you're it's a throwing down nowadays. It's a throwing down. Do you trust Bo Nix to convert? Mm, not so much. Um, offensively now, defensively. Again, um, this team, this this UCLA team, only giving up 22 points a game. Um, I just they're a little bit more they're a little bit more physical than that Oregon team. I thought Justin Flo and Sewell and the rest of those guys would actually be very, very good, and they're just really not. Sewell's very Noah Sewell, the brother of Panay Sewell, the former. Offensive lineman under Mario Cristobal, who's my head, my team's head coach now. Um, very slow-footed. Not really – not the, the fleet-footed athlete that uh, Justin Flo is, but Justin Flo is also injured all the time. All sure. the time. You know, Justin Flo is as injured as Julio Jones is. Never mind. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. You're good for one game, and then you're made of glass. Hmm. Yeah, so um, yeah, this I think this is going to be a close game. Um, Oregon won the last meeting 34 31. Um, what's our line on this one? The line on this one, Oregon is actually favored by a touchdown. We'll see. Oh, my goodness, Oregon is a one touchdown favorite. We'll see. Um, anybody else outside of our picks that that are preset pickums that maybe caught your eye throughout the week? Hmm. You know, every every time I, I I jump on this, then something I think of something later on. So I'm just gonna just slide on back here and just I'm gonna enjoy this week's picks. Um and um no, 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 because my rattlers are off this week. So Ooh, so you get to be I'm, a fan? You get to be a fan this week? Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I'm just gonna okay. I'm just gonna lay back and um pop open a couple of um dos equis or oh, three or four. Okay. Okay. And, okay. Uh, enjoy some college football. Okay, okay. I got three for you, but one really is more so the revenge tour is on. Miami has to win every game the rest of the way to make it to the ACC title game. Um we get it's on to Duke. 
It's on Duke. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna show you how to finish a game. Now, if Duke wins this game, I'm going into hiding. But I don't think that'll happen. Um, Mississippi State, and I want to see how if will Tennessee beat Alabama twice. Mm. Seeing as Will Rogers and company um, can throw that football, and they're they're running it really well. We'll see how well um, that team can handle a, a beat up Alabama team. Uh, and the other one is Syracuse Clemson. Yeah. Clemson, this is your first real test, I would say. Florida State wasn't really much of a test, I don't think. Oh, we gotta we we'll see. Is it a a test unless is it is it a test if they haven't done it though? Yeah, yeah. Syracuse hasn't really done it yet. We'll see. We'll definitely see. We'll see. Sean Tucker, this is the best defense you'll see all year. Garrett Schrader, if you make one, if you you bat an eye, or if you wait one beat too long, it's going the other way. And you know what happens when when Dabo starts dancing and you know talking, doing the same, talking like Dabo, you know, you know it, it gets kind of crazy. So uh, we got a good we got a good slate of games this week. I, I get to be a fan after about what three about twelve thirty, so about three thirty, three thirty ish. After after I, I've I've had a heart attack uh, because Duke finds a way to to come to come back, um, <laughs> and I gotta I gotta hope I gotta scream it. I'm you know I, I'm unbearable when it when it comes to watching my team. You can't talk about my team, but I can. And, and believe it or not, I actually talk more uh, more junk about my own team in the confines of my own home that no one hears. You think I hate that team? You you honestly hate if you were a fly on the wall if you actually had access I will never give that tape away never mm, never that's okay that's yeah. all right I know who to talk to uh, shout out to uh, again another shout out to uh, Corey Dean who said they love the podcast you guys are great so shout out thank you for listening Corey hope you uh, continue to enjoy and hope it's kind of informative as well. Thank you, Corey. Definitely. Shout out to him. And thank you for letting us know what a Tar Heel is. Got a got you get you get that special shout out for that one because you yes. know we went eight weeks. We, that, that, that was a good one. That was definitely a good one. Definitely a good yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So before we get out of here, of course, we gotta let you make sure you follow us on Twitter at CFB Overdrive. Make sure you follow myself on Twitter at Fred Purdue CFB. And Rick, where can they find you on Twitter so we can they can give you something random like maybe <laughs> what when will the when will Miami win another ACC title game or something? Ooh, I don't know. I don't, ooh, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my line. Uh, oh, find dang. me on Twitter at Rick Brown ninety one, and bring all your college football uh, shenanigans and, and crazy traditions. Oh, and, and what was up with? Um, what was up with uh darn it, darn it, it just slipped my mind. Florida. Who did Florida play last week? Uh uh uh, uh Florida uh, played uh, 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 uh damn, how quickly they forget. Florida lost. They Florida lost. played LSU. They played LSU. LSU. Uh, LSU bad. Come on, man. You know Florida's tradition. You you knew that Tom Petty's family was there. You didn't have to the band y'all didn't have to play, man. Y'all know <laughs> y'all know I'm partial to bands, um, since you know, 
my alma mater. Baddest, has been, been, baddest been in land. the world. In the yeah. world. Ooh, he, my wife. Upgrades. My, it used to be the baddest band in the land. Now they're the baddest band in the world. Okay. I mean, hey, man. Excuse me. Hey. Excuse me. Correct me when I'm wrong. It, it, it is what it is. We 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 all know that. I mean, you know, it, it, it's not. It, it, but anyway, you shouldn't have done that. That's that. That just is so wrong. Just so wrong. And shame on you. Shame on you. Okay. That is all. Shame <laughs> on, so, so now I got two things to pick on LSU about fire fire the band director. And oh, I'm sorry, Florida. No, LSU. Yeah, LSU. Fire the band director and the yeah. and the special teams coordinator. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Ten yeah, four. Yep, Ten yep. four. Coach, I'll get on it. I'll All get right. On it. That's it. All right. That's so it. <laughs> again, before you get before we get out of here, make sure you guys follow us on social media for all the latest updates and things that are going on around the world of college football. We will be here to break it all down on Sunday after all the craziness has gone down. If I'm a little depressed on Sunday, you know I've lost to Duke. Uh, Rick, you are off this weekend because you get to be a fan. So you get it, you get the you get the full experience. So we'll be breaking it all down on Sunday. Uh, we have again, we had App State and Georgia State tonight. Uh, App State looks like they're they actually decided to want to wake up and play some football tonight. It's a you know, Thursday night football is a little weird and or Wednesday night football is kind of weird sometimes. And teams going to kind of sleepwalk through games, but I don't think they're going to sleepwalk through the rest of this. Uh, App State should probably pull the rest of this one out. Same. Mm. So, but again, until Sunday when we break it all down, give you instant reactions. You guys should stay out, stay safe out there in college football land, and we will talk at you later. Peace. Peace.